you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. My name is Matt Moore. I'm a senior NBA writer for the Action Network. This is your Wednesday Best Bets episode in the National Basketball Association. Join me tonight to give some best bets. Jay Money, you can find him on Twitter, at JMoneyIsMoney. He's been hitting it and doing very well here on the Pick Show. Uh, Jay, as always, we'll go ahead and get started. I want to remind everybody that everything that we talk about can be found in the award-winning Action Network app. Best way for you to track your picks. You get up to the second information on where the money and bets are coming in on. You got our daily show, Green Dot Daily, which I'm on every, uh, twice, three times a week. You got great information on the con- on the conference tournaments and basketball, college basketball, as well as getting you set for the big tournament later in the month. All right, Jay. As always, we'll just go around the table and list our best bets. What's your best bet for Wednesday? As much as it pains me to say, I did take the Atlanta Hawks minus a three. I do like it up to four as well. Uh, and I also like your play, Matt, as well. I was pretty split between both of them. So I think these are two great plays tonight that we're about to discuss. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cleveland Cavaliers on the road, uh, minus one and a half versus the Miami Heat, laying the wood on the road. I'm going to go ahead and, and lay those down. So tell me why you're trusting the Hawks here. You've done very well, I feel like, with Atlanta. I feel like like I never have a good sense for what they're going to do. Um, I actually have this power-rated Hawks on the road versus the Wizards. Uh, Four-point favorites in the, in the market standard. There are some threes and three and a half floating out there. Um, I have this actually way closer to a pick them based off of regular season performance at home for the Wizards and just like they're not that that far apart um, in power rating for me. But I want to hear why you like the Hawks. Man, first off, I can't say so the race advantage don't usually hit for whatever reason, man. It's been a quirky type of year. Arrest advantage spots have not really been hidden, but I'm going to go with it here, and I do think the Hawks are slightly the better team, whether they've been showing it or not. Um, that's That remains to be seen, but I do think, personally, the way I feel, the way that I see the game, I think they can get it done here. They just don't play enough defense, but you look at this spot for the Wizards here, coming in off of a back-to-back, it's third game in four nights, fourth game in six nights, and fifth game in seven as well, and so I know three of those games were at the house, but one of those did go into overtime versus the Raptors. Um, this team has, they've been playing a short rotation so the guys have been playing heavy minutes 
Um, and they're coming off they went to the on the road and faced off against the Pistons. Only win they game by two, and now they come back um to the house in this one. So you get a road home back to back in this. One. So it's it's a little bit better than them being at the house for five straight games. At least you got a little bit of that mojo messed up in this one. But um, this is somewhat of a must win spot for the Hawks. Now that doesn't mean that they are going to win it, but they just lost two games to the Miami Heat. They already lost to the Wizards as well in a three point game. That was a game that Trey Young uh missed the game missed the uh the game winner in that one. They were really pissed about that one. So when you throw in revenge with the rest advantage, coming off a couple of losses, man, and they hadn't lost three straight games uh, in the year of 2023. So since this year started, they have not lost three straight games. I think the Hawks get this. They know that this is an absolute must-win game. You definitely can't lose back-to-back to the Heat and um, lose these two games to the Wizards as well in Washington, D.C. So um, I'm expecting a, fo- a focus spot from the Hawks here. They got up by 15 to the Heat, man. They just they just pissed that one away, man. So they will have to close this one out, but with the Wizards possibly run out of gas in fourth quarter, um, I'll go ahead and take the Hawks in this one to get it done, to get a comfortable win in this spot. Part of this, too, with the Wizards is that Monte Morris has been out. Like, he missed the, missed tonight's game. That's a He's pretty probably going to be back. Yeah, He's like, probably going to be back tomorrow, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. It's a back, though, floor back soreness. Uh, you know, Kuzma was questionable and then was ultimately ruled available with right knee soreness. We'll see if he plays on the back-to-back. Like, they're not a team that can miss anybody. I do want to want to say that this is like a general trend I think is interesting. Um, this season, I've been tracking this, at home in the second night of a back-to-back. Teams are 58% against the spread. If they played the last game away, that drops to 56%, but still pretty good. Uh, I do want to see if they're dogs at home. Ooh, okay. So this is like really, this actually really matters. Uh, they're only 40, they go from 56% overall to 48% as a dog at home in the second night of a back-to-back. So you want to play favorites in that second night of back-to-back spot, not the dogs, which the Wizards would will be in this spot. So uh, I can go ahead and give you the old approval on this spot. Um, the rest spots are always weird. This is a weird part of the season where guys start getting tired in general, so you don't know what it's going to be. That Atlanta team is tough. I'm not going to tail just because I can't. Atlanta, I have to feel great about the spot in order to bet them at this point. They're so inconsistent. But um, I don't blame you for going in on them because this is a spot that the Hawks do need to win this game. And that, I think they've been been playing better uh, under Quinn Snyder, uh, just let up versus that Heat team on the road. And that's what bit them. Speaking of the Heat, I'm going to take the Cavaliers. I've got this. It's one and a half in the market. I've got it three and a half. The Heat have been bad at home in general. Um, the Cavaliers are able to match the physicality of the Heat with Bam Adebayo because they've got Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. Um, they've got Jimmy Butler, but the Cavs have Donovan Mitchell. You know, we'll see if well, I'm assuming Darius Garland's going to be available. He's been his health's been up and down. He got hit in the face again the other night. Bench unit for Miami is not good. It's very inconsistent. It's pretty bad to be perfectly honest. They are they've had to, to throw out Duncan Robinson again. They never know whether he's going to play or not. They don't know if he's in the rotation or out. Max Struess has played really badly. Like the Heat keep pulling off these zombie wins, which makes me nervous. But ultimately, I just don't think that they're in the Cavs' weight class. So I'll lay the point and a half with Cleveland. Yeah, I'm right there with you. It's levels to this, man, as my, one of my friends like to say. And I think the Cavs are on a totally different level than the Heat are. I must say one thing. The Cavs are my team, man. You know this. Ever since, ever since before the season, I've been preaching Cavs. Um, but this is a spot. They don't usually play that well on the road, but I'll be honest. It was out of the Hawks and the Cavs. Those are my two strongest looks on the card. I hadn't bet the Cavs yet. I do think it's the right side. A little scared that the Heat, is this is their fifth straight um, home game, and they're starting to play a little better, get a little confidence. But, I mean, you're just looking at the matchup 
defensive perspective, the Cavs can defend whatever the Heat like to do well. Um, they're just as deep as them, even deeper. The much better bench, in my opinion, as well. And uh, a little bit no, another thing as well. This is a very well coached Cavs team. So um, hopefully Garland in now, man. I didn't know that he was uh, kind of banged up or whatever. But if if everyone plays here, I don't see me start stand off the Cavs minus the one um, in this one. I do think they're on the right side. I do think that they're a better overall team. Are a little bit susceptible on the road, but um, I think they can get it done. They know they're really trying to make a playoff push right now, trying to get the highest seed as possible. First game of a back-to-back -back versus the Heat as well. So, um, And one thing I noticed, Matt, the Heat don't play really well coming off of a win. These are usually the type of team that you want them kind of down in the dumps. You want them coming in very motivated because it seems like come off a win, they're just a little bit too um, kind of fat and happy in my opinion. So I would not be a bit surprised to see the Cavs come in here and uh, beat them here. A couple other games I want to get to and, and talk about real quick. Uh, Clippers are hosting the Raptors. Clippers finally got a win that they badly needed to try and stabilize things. Raptors suffered a, a brutal one at the hands of Scott Foster the other night versus Denver. Should have got not. I think Denver probably wins that game, but that was still a rough way for them to go out. Um, Clippers are four point favorites versus the Raptors. This is a pretty low spread for if we if I told you back in like preseason that it was going to be Clippers minus four versus Raptors. Like I, if you told me that I would have been like, Oh, Kawhi's not playing or something, but this is just the Clippers. And that that's how they've been. I have this projected just right around the number. Uh, I have actually a 3.4. So I've got it just beneath giving a little bit of value to Toronto through the years. Anecdotally, I feel like Toronto's played really well in LA. I just feel like they're one of the teams that doesn't get caught up in LA nightlife. They don't get distracted. They really need to push here in order to get themselves in the best possible position to actually make the playoffs. I lean a little bit to Toronto. Um, I'm debating putting like a half unit on the money line Toronto just to be like, I think this is close enough. It's inside the number. Uh, I think there's, there's, I think that the Clippers are inconsistent enough. Uh, I don't know how to accurately power rate the Clippers with Russ. I don't know all season. I don't really, but especially right now, like, I don't know how to rate them. I have like a, a general assessment of them, but I don't really know who they are. Uh, what are your thoughts on Raptors Clippers? The Raptors are are six and two ATS last eight in Los yep. Angeles, man. So they're just back you uh, back you up there. They've they have played well here. Uh, it looks like the Raptors did lay three and a half earlier this season. Um, versus it looks like December twenty seventh, the twenty seventh. If I'm not reading it wrong, it looks like the Raptors laid three and a half in that one. That was with Kawhi as well. So Clippers were dogs in that one. Then they come in flipping here to four. The line is kind of on the Clippers here. Um, my th I'm probably I'm not betting Clippers games right now, Matt, because uh, simply put, we don't we know that they have. Have a high ceiling but they've been playing at the floor for so long so on one end i expect them to start playing a lot better but i don't want to i don't want to put my money on it um to be honest usually i'll go out say all right this will be the game but this clippers team is just you never really know what they're gonna what you're gonna get from them and on the other end i don't like betting against a team that's coming off a game where they just got shafted by the refs i feel like the refs kind of feel like they need to help them out the next game so this is a tough one for me raptors have been playing better this is their fourth straight home game over here on the west Coast, but they're three and one ATS last four. This is a super tough game for me to bet. This is our, these are the type of games that I like to watch and learn. Thunder at Suns. Uh, Thunder this season on the road on the second night of a back to back are three, two, and one. That's obviously a very small sample and not like a clear trend there. Um, this number is a little nuts to me. It's 13 and a half for Phoenix. I have it five. Like if at not counting, not counting it, like that's with the a three and a half point bump for Phoenix with KD. Like I'm giving them an extra three and a half points. I just actually I just moved it to four. Um 
And yet I only have this at five because OKC grades out pretty well on my numbers. Shea's definitely not going to play here, right? We know that. They've already said that Shea's not going to play on back-to-backs. So Shea's not going to play. Okay, Shea's worth three and a half. Let's give him three and a half. That's a lot. That's Paul George numbers, but he is putting up Paul George numbers like better than Paul George numbers this season. So let's go ahead and give him the three and a half. I still only get to like, what, nine? I'm still four points short of this 13 and a half spread. It's KD's home debut. So the building's going to be jacked, right? They're going to be absolutely just out of their minds crazy in that building for like the arrival of this super team. I can't bet it. I have a strong lean to OKC, but the situational spa is enough for me not to bet it. I want to talk about it just because like, do you think that number is high or do you think that number is appropriate? Well, it looks like they just had them at nine with basically everybody in there other than KD. So um, this, I mean, and another thing, Matt, you, they're going to give a team two to two and a half to three points for them being on a back-to-back, especially road, I mean, a home road back-to-back as well. So just on that alone, they're going to bump up the point spread a good two and a half, three points just for the rest. But um, they did February 24th, um, t- uh, 2023, they did face off. Same teams, no SGA, no KD, and the, the Suns were laying nine points in that game, and they won by exactly nine. So I was looking at this game before the show. If I was to take anything here, it would probably be Suns team total over. Um, I feel like they can get whatever they want inside the paint versus the Thunder. Thunder coming off a huge win as well. They just beat the Warriors for the first time in nine tries. They had lost um, eight straight games um, to the to the uh, Warriors in that one. So coming off a huge win, three straight wins. If you're resting SGA on the back-to-backs, it tells me you're not in no a sense of urgency of winning games. I do agree. 13 and a half is too much, especially with Suns coming in off a road trip here. But I just don't – I mean, things could get ugly here. Things could get ugly quick, man. So it's just one of the games that if I'm betting here, I'd take Suns team total over in this one. Might be like a good live bet spot, right? Like wait, wait, wait for maybe OKC to jump out early and then bet against the legs in the, in the second half, right? Like hope if the Thunder go up, I'm going to live bet Phoenix. That'll be the move. That's that's the move there. And if Phoenix just blows them out, then I will just stay away. Uh, last one on NBA best stream tomorrow night. I've got this game nuggets versus bulls. You can find it in the league pass app. Just go to the bulls nuggets stream and then click on streams and you'll find an NBA bet stream. Uh, I'll be on there breaking this one down, betting it live lines, eight nuggets are eight point favorites versus the bulls bulls on two days rest nuggets coming off of that win versus the Raptors. So I'm, I will have, bets on this game and I'll, I will lay it with Denver. I'm not going to make it a best bet here just because like I need, I need to have a side for that game because I'm doing the bet stream. So I'm going to be on nuggets. I will say that the problem with betting Denver the rest of the way is they are in one of the most questionable motivational spots in the league. Um, Mm -hmm. They are now up essentially seven games in the loss column over Memphis because they own tiebreaker. It's over the, the nuggets are going to be the one seed. So for now, it's really is just about like get through the rest of the schedule, win the games necessary that you have to in order for you to come out and get the one seed. But they don't need to be going full speed. They don't have like intense desire to win right now. Um, They want to win as many as possible. They got a shot at the number one seed overall, but their motivation, I think, is going to is going to wax and wane. 
I do like the matchup though, just because look, Chicago's defense is pretty good, but Denver at home shreds good defenses. They beat up on Boston. They beat up on Cleveland at home. They beat up on Memphis at home. They just shred these really good defenses and the bulls are only okay. And the bulls don't score enough to be able to keep up with them. They don't take enough threes. So mm-hmm. I lean Denver here pretty heavily. I'm not going to make it a best bet because of the motivational angle. I'll probably put a half unit on it. Um, just because it is a really good spot with Denver at home, a couple days rest at home. That's a very good spot for them. They've been lights out there. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. I was going to ask you that. Do you worry about the Nuggets basically having the number one seed locked up? And when you're doing it and you have championship aspirations, you don't want to get any injuries, anything like this. So all these games, not necessarily meaningful, meaningless, but you kind of want to take your time, work on some plays, um, play, practice on your defensive habits as well. So I'd look at the under in this one. I'm not taking the Bulls. I think this team is going to be in a, a, a free fall mode for the rest of the year. You see them 0-4 ATS last four. Patrick Beverly come over there for a little while. It seems like they had a little momentum there but uh, the honeymoon phase is over and now when i want no parts of the bulls and you said it man i kind of might they might have to get a new coach over there man because they're just not it's a new age nba you have to shoot threes and at a high volume and if you're not even attempting them there's almost no way you're going to be able to stay in some of these games um within this in today's nba man so i'm looking towards actually fading both of these teams uh down the stretch so it's no bet for me but if i was betting this game i would look towards the under 229 i think defense will be um i think the defense will be the key in this game for both teams let's go wrap it up for buckets thanks for joining us we'll be back with you tomorrow with another best bets episode then futures friday hope you guys have yourselves a great week we'll be back with you all throughout the week with more coverage make sure to download the action network app give us those five-star reviews on apple Podcasts. let us know that you that you like the show on twitter you can hit me up at hp basketball he's at j money is money we'll see you guys again next time till then let's get buckets Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.